ಸಹನಾವದು ಸಹನೋಭುನಕ್ತ ಸಹವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾ ವಿದ್ವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ನಮಃಶ್ರೀಶಂಕರಂದ ಗುರುಪಾದಾಂಬುಜನ್ಮನೆ ಗುರುಪಾದಾಂಬುಜನ್ಮನೆ ಸವಿಲಾಸ ಮಹಾಮೋಹ ಸವಿಲಾಸ ಮಹಾಮೋಹ ಗ್ರಾಹಗ್ರಾಸೈಕಕರ್ಮಣೆ ಗ್ರಾಹಗ್ರಾಸೈಕಕರ್ಮಣೆ ನಾವು ನಿಧ್ಯಾಸನ ಓರ್ ಏಕಪರತ್ವ ಎ ಸಿಂಗಲ್ ಪಾಯಿಂಟೆಡ್ ಅಪ್ಲಿಕೇಶನ್ ಓರ್ ಕಾನ್ಸಂಟ್ರೇಷನ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಬೀಂಗ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕಸ್ಡ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಎಂಡ್ ದಟ್ ವಾಸ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರೈಬ್ಡ್ ಅರ್ಲಿಯರ್ ಎಸ್ ತತ್ ಕಥನ ತತ್ ಚಿಂತನ ತತ್ ಕಥನ ಅನ್ಯೋನ್ಯಂ ತತ್ ಪ್ರಬೋಧನಂ ಏತದೇಕಪರತ್ವ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾಭ್ಯಾಸ ವಿದುರ್ಬುಧ ತತ್ ಚಿಂತನ ಥಿಂಕಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ದಟ್ ಅಲೋನ್ ತತ್ ಕಥನ ಟಾಕಿಂಗ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದಟ್ ಅಲೋನ್ ಅನ್ಯೋನ್ಯಂ ತತ್ ಪ್ರಬೋಧನಂ ಅಂಡ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕಸಿಂಗ್ ವಮಂಗ್ಸ್ ಟು ಅನದರ್ discussing also about that alone this this single pointed devotion or commitment is called brahma abhyasa or meditation upon brahman or repetition or total engagement in brahman <coughs> and the purpose of that is to eliminate the viparita bhavana the dehatam buddhi <coughs> so here the author is saying that meditation upon some object requires a lot of exertion because one has to focus the mind upon the object of meditation mind which by nature is restless and wants to go from one object to the other has to be forcibly tied to a particular object and that requires a lot of exertion on the other hand this nididhyasana meaning uh, dwelling upon the self can be done without having to focus the mind on a particular object because here the truth is brahma satyam jagan mithya and brahma alone is satyam so that truth can be seen as we discussed yesterday pratibodha viditam madam with reference to every thought with reference to every object because to a wise man every object reflects only the same existence awareness every thought also reflects the same existence awareness and therefore he sees the presence of brahman or god everywhere and therefore there is no need as long as he is alert that's all and so all that is needed in case of nidhyasana is alertness once the truth is known what is needed in case of meditation is concentration and that main difference must be understood the uh, question is here also one does require a certain control of the mind however that control of mind is not of the nature that one requires in meditation because there the mind cannot be allowed to wander here even if the mind wanders into its different objects there is no harm done because the vision is that every object reflects only the truth and so tat kasanam you can do the katha so while talking about brahman you can talk about you can give illustrations of itihasa purana and so many things without having to digress because ultimately everything uh, has a tatparya or the purport in one thing alone <coughs> and he says in fact in this katha 
which is Brahma Katha or Katha or talking about Brahman, talking about Atma, with the help of various illustrations of Itihasa Purana, gives us an enjoyment of the mind also. Not only that it enables us to do the chintanam or thinking about the self, but it also gives us the entertainment, like watching a drama. Similarly also talking about the different stories, all of them in fact give us an entertainment also. <coughs> so far we came yesterday up to once, verse 122, and now continuing says, Nanu, Kathadibhiyabhi, Tadeka Paratva Vibhagasyat, now, here is the discussion of, the reason why the discussion is performed, carried out here is, what should be the priorities of a seeker of knowledge, or mamuksha? And therefore various questions are raised, and, and, and uh, deliberated upon, in order to get a clarity of what should be the priority of a person, or uh, seeking knowledge. Uh, I mean, getting, getting, seeking to be, gaining firmness in the knowledge. <coughs> Now this fellow asks the question, Nanu kathadivihyapi tadeka paratva vidhatasya. Suppose you are doing katha, meaning you are talking about itihasa, Ramayana, Mahabharata, Purana, Bhagavata and whatever. Then also would you not be distracted from your single pointed meditation upon Brahman? Because you are talking about different stories and things like that and therefore tadeka paratva vidhatasya. There will be a vighata or there will be a damage or destruction of the ekaparatva or single pointed commitment because your mind will be directed or the mind will be engaged in thinking of so many different things. So how do you say that in spite of this katha or in spite of this discussion with reference to different stories etc. that you can maintain your single pointedness and so that is being said in the verse 123. <coughs> Chidevatma Jagan Mithya Chidevatma Jagan Mithya Ityatra Pariyavasana Krutaha Ityatra Pariyavasana Taha Ityatra Pariyavasana Taha Nididhyasana Vikshepaha Nididhyasana Vikshepaha Netihasadi Bhirbhavet Netihasadi Bhirbhavet The answer that is given is that Chideva Atma Jagan Mithya Adhyatra Pariyavasanataha. Even this Itihasa, the whole idea is that the truth that is revealed in the Vedas in a very cryptic form alone is elaborated in what we call Puranas and Itihasa. And therefore, the purport or the ultimate theme of Ramayana or Mahabharata or Bhagavata or different Puranas, different texts, is also going to be in ultimately in the vision of the Vedas. So this is the idea that even other scriptural texts have their source in the Vedas. And so the truth that is revealed in the Vedas alone is elaborated and presented in symbolic form or presented with variety of stories, <coughs> the mythological stories. So ultimately, even in the mythological stories also, the the uh, the theme is nothing but Chidevatma Jagan Mithya. Chidevatma means Chinmatra Rupaha Atma, Chinmatra Rupaha Na Dehadi Rupaha, whether you study Bhagavatam, whether you study Ramayana, or whatever Purana or the things you study. The theme is only one. Chidevatma, this Atma is 
chideva meaning chinmatra rupaha. Atma or the self is of the nature of pure awareness. Nadeha de rupaha, this body etc. is not the self. And also, jagatcha mithya, even those Puranas and Itihasa also say the same thing. Jagatcha mithya, that the world is mithya. Mithya meaning unreal. It is etasminarse pariyavasana. Since the vision that is in the Upanishad is also ultimately the vision of all the other mythological texts also. Therefore, even when you study those and talk about those, meaning when you employ the, uh, the, as illustrations, the stories from different Puranas and Itihasa, then also all those stories also have their purport or their vision in this one truth alone, that Atma alone is Satya and this Jagat is Mithya. This truth alone is being revealed by them in the form of the symbolic stories, etc. And therefore, you are not distracted. The idea is that there is no distraction or diversion even when you talk about Vedanta with the help of Itihasa, Puran and whatever. As long as you are talking about Vedanta. So as long as the talk pertains to Vedanta, then there is no distraction even though you may use the, as illustrations, different stories from Puran, etc. Nataihi etadeka paratva shabda vidayasya Therefore, of course it requires that the teacher who is using the stories must be quite clear. And, if, as you see, when the teacher unfolds, then the vision is always in the mind. And keeping that vision in mind, the, the unfoldment takes place. And therefore, even when the illustrations are there, the stories are there, whatever they are there, all of them center around only one vision. And therefore, there is no distraction in this kasaram or in this in these talks. <coughs> and so now he wants to distinguish here an idea is to ultimately lead up to the the life of the wise man. And how ekaparatvam or single pointed commitment is to be maintained by the one who is seeking firmness in this knowledge. In that reference this is being said. And now some questions are raised. Nanu itihasanam angikare krushyadehe api prasaktisyad. He says, if you think that a, a mamakshu or a jignyasu while doing kathanam, so understand that even when you are teaching or when you are talking about Vedanta, the purpose is to keep the mind engaged in this vision. When you are discussing Vedanta, then also the purpose is to engage the mind in that vision. When you yourself are thinking or contemplating, the purpose is to keep center the mind in the vision. As long as the mind all the time is centered on the vision of Brahma Satyam and Jagan Mitya, and so long it is fine. He says, okay, then now uh, you say that to talk about Itihasa, Itihasa means Ramayana, Mahabharata, these are called Itihasa, Purana, Bhagavatam, and these are all called Puranas. If you think that, talking about them is okay and therefore it does not become a distraction to your keeping the vision or mind centered on the vision. Then How about the other worldly activities such as trading and agriculture etc. Maybe this mumukshu or a seeker, you know, the one seeking the firmness of knowledge, why not engage in worldly activities such as meaning agriculture and trading and things like that. What's wrong with that? 
if he can talk about Ramayana, Bhagavata, etc., without getting distracted from this, from Vedantic vision, then why not he also engage in this worldly activities, such as agricultural, trading, etc. And so the author now seeks to show the distinction between them. What a seeker of, what a, a mamakshu, or the one seeking firmness and knowledge, what he should engage into, and what is it that he should avoid. So it is said that yes, you can engage in talking about Vedanta, fine. But then, when it comes to trading and agriculture and all the worldly activities, then shows a dis- 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 I mean, difference or distinction between those activities and, and the study of Itihasa Purana in the verse 124. <clears throat> Vikshipyate pravrutyadhihi, Vikshipyate pravrutyadhihi, Taistatvasmrutya samhavad, Taistatvasmrutya samhavad. Krushivanitya sevadau, in such activities as agriculture, vanitya meaning trading, seva means other kinds of service or jobs, in such activities, worldly activities, or such intellectual activities as studying of kavya, meaning the poetry or literature, tarka, meaning the uh, logic and so on and so forth. So, in such activities, vikshipyade pravatya dihi. He says, dihi in buddhi, pravatya vikshipyade. On account of this kind of activity, pravatya, dihi vikshipyade, the buddhi or the mind definitely gets distracted. Taihi tattvasmruti asambhavat Because in such activities as agriculture or trading, or in study of literature and logic, etc. Tattvasmruti asambhavat It is not possible to retain the smruti of tattva. It is not possible to retain a remembrance or a, 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 a focusing of attention on tattva or the truth. Because agriculture, Trading, all these activities are possible when? Only when we give reality to Jagat. Only when reality is given to the world, then alone it is possible for one to do agriculture and trading. Otherwise, how can you do? So here we are talking about a vision which says, Jagat Mithya, that the world is Mithya. Tarka, for example, Tarka means logic. There is a whole Tarka Shastra or the science of logic. And which is very hell, which is very, which is an intellectual activity and it does give an intellectual joy. Similarly, poetry and literature also is an intellectual activity, also gives joy in its own way. But in all of them, a reality is always given to the world. Unless you give reality to the field or to the business or to the material. And when can you do the training? when you are committed to earn profit. When can you be committed to agriculture? Only when you are committed to, uh, again, make profit. So then the profit and things like those things have to be given reality. Even Tarka or the logic also, the whole Tarka Shastra or the science of logic is based on giving reality to the world. According to them, the world is real. And all Tarka or the logic is based on our experiences of duality. 
And so those scriptures also, or those schools of thought, also give reality to the world, reality to the dvaita or the duality. And therefore, unless you give reality, and for that you have to study the Dharga Shastra, then you will know what we are talking about. Because this Nyaya, Vaisheshika, all these different schools of thought, they analyze the universe as consisting of so many categories, you know, and consisting of so many, uh, so many categories, so many padasas are there, so many dravyas are there. And this matter analysis is made of the universe because according to them, the universe that we confront is a real, is a reality. According to them, the Atma, the Self is many. So unless these things are taken for granted, it is not possible for you to take interest and enjoy that Tarka Shastra. And so Tarka Shastra or the science of logic requires us to give reality to the duality and give reality to the world. And therefore, when we engage in literature, in poetry, when can you engage? Generally, if the literature is of the nature of Vedanta, then it's a different thing. There may be literature which also talks about Brahman, or in some way unfolds it. Then we will call it only Vedanta. But when you talk of literature as such, or poetry, it has to give reality to this life, because literature will discuss this life and its problems, and you know, its aspirations and emotions and whatever it is. And unless these things are given reality, it is not possible for someone to write a book, a novel. And so these novels, all this literature and the poetry and all of these, you can really take interest in them and enjoy them if you identify with what they are talking. So you can enjoy the Tarka Shastra or the science of logic if you are identified with the view that the logicians have. You know, when we study this logic, then every moment we have a conflict. Because the whole logic and all their arguments are based on, as you said, giving reality to the perceptual experience. And we know that it is unreal and therefore, for the students of Vedanta, it becomes extremely difficult to study those things because you find that they simply contradict what you understand. And so you cannot enjoy them unless you identify with their view and then alone you'll find an enjoyment or a meaning in studying those schools of thought. So idea is that if you, if a student of Vedanta who is seeking to gain an abidance in the knowledge, if he also engages himself or herself in all such extraneous activities like study of books and literature and poetry and politics and, and what not, then all those things are going to definitely involve a distraction of the mind. Because you talk of politics, you talk of Iraq and whatever it is. Now that's going to require, give a reality. Someone told me, he says, what are we doing here, Swamiji? What are you people doing here? When the, the country is at war and what's happening out there and what are you doing about that? So you can be there only when you give reality to, to all these conflicts and reality to, as we said, the different worldly problems. So Jagat Satyam, when, only when the Jagat or the world is Satyam, then alone it is possible for you to take seriously all the different problems and take any serious interest in them. And therefore a serious interest sports, you know, or any kind of activity which are meant for a diversion or a distraction or, or, or uh, what do you call it, the entertainment, all of them requires you to take a side. When can you enjoy an athletic game or an event? It is San Francisco and Detroit, suppose the, the, the teams are playing football. When can you enjoy them? 
You are identified with one of them. I am identified with San Francisco and my friend is identified with Detroit. And then these two fellows are watching. And then you have real fun in that watching. Because when one scores, then you are happy. Other one scores, then again, you know. So this is, this is the fun. You cannot get the fun if you are not identified with what is going on there. To enjoy something, you must be identified. If you enjoy without being identified, it will merely a, a, a dull, you know, uh, witnessing and nothing else. So to enjoy sports, you must be identified with sports. To enjoy a movie, you must be identified with that. To enjoy a novel, you must be identified. And to be identified with all any of these things is going to require giving reality to the pro- world and its problems and or what all. And definitely therefore it is a distraction from our commitment to the vision of Atma Satyam and Jagat Mithya. So Atma is, is different from body. And Jagat is Mithya. This is the vision of Vedanta. And there will be distraction definitely. If that's why he says Taihi Tattva Smriti Asambhavat. Taihi meaning in all these activities, Tattva Smriti, you cannot remember Tattva. If you remember Tattva, what is Tattva? Atma alone is Satyam and Jagat is Mithya, then you will lose interest in those things. And therefore, they say that those activities are in fact contradictory or opposed to what you are pursuing. <laughs> Alright, then he, he presses the question. Nanu krushyadinam tattvanu sandhana vighatitvena tyajyatve if you say that such activities as agriculture, trading and literature and whatever, tattva anusandhana vighaditvena, since they become obstacles to tattva anusandhanam or, or my single pointed engagement, my single pointed focusing on this tattva or the vision or the truth, that my focusing upon the truth is distracted on account of my engagement in those activities, if this is what you say, and therefore you are saying that you must disengage from all those distracting activities. Okay, fine. Bhojana dehe api tasatvad. Then you will have to say that you should discontinue eating and everything else because even eating food, that also requires what? It also involves a distraction. Because when you are eating food, you are giving reality to your hunger, reality to your body, and then eating food, so, bhojana dehe api Even your, what you call the uh, essential activities, those activities in order to sustain the body, etc., also involve giving reality to these, at least the hunger and thirst and, and whatever it is. And so, that also will involve a distraction from what you are seeking. Namely, a single pointed attention to this truth. And so, bhojana dehe api in that case, you must give up this bhojanam, eating and everything else also. So, this question, so this question, this doubt is answered in the verse 125. Anusandadhatai vatra, anusandadhatai vatra, pravartitum, bhojanadau pravartitum, Shakyate tyanta vikshepa, shakyate tyanta vikshepa, abhavada shupunasmudehe, abhavada shupunasmudehe.
इज अनुसंधता एव अत्र भोजनादौ प्रवर्तितुं शक्यते अनुसंधता दैट्स द थर्ड केस ऑफ द वर्ड अनुसंधत सो वन हु इज कांस्टेंटली कॉन्टेम्प्लेटिंग और कांस्टेंटली एंगेज इन द इन द रिमेंबरेंस ऑफ दिस ट्रूथ और वन हु इज कांस्टेंटली एंगेज इन द अवेयरनेस ऑफ द ट्रूथ अनुसंधानम ए कांस्टेंट अवेयरनेस of the truth about the self what is nididhyasanam is nothing but being constantly aware of the true nature and that's the reason why there is here recommended a giving up of all those activities which can bring about a distraction in being aware of awareness but it is one who is thus uh, practicing this abidance in the awareness of the self bhojanadau pravartitum shakyate even for that person it is possible to engage in such essential activities as eating drinking etc kutah <clears throat> why do you say that atah ah atyanta vikshepa abhavat because it does not involve a great deal of distraction because how long are you going to eat food for 15 minutes or 20 minutes the you have to think about the food and whatever pertains to the food when you are hungry and here also we are talking about a mumukshu meaning one who is dedicated to the pursuit of this knowledge and never imagine that he is a bhikshu meaning he doesn't have to cook and never he goes out for bhiksha gets the food of bhiksha and eats which may take a little while so a typical student would go out beg the food of bhiksha come eat and that's it done with and whatever time it takes in doing that perhaps during that time there may be a distraction but how long does it take and of course such, a, such people don't eat 15 times a day anyway at the most they eat twice a day and very often only once a day many sadhus in rishikesh they eat just once a day there, there are what we call annakshetras or the places where they distribute food for these for the uh, sadhus for the sanyasis of the renunciates and they go get their quota of food come to their hut eat it and that's it so even once a day is sufficient some people eat twice a day okay but how much time will go in eating half an hour one hour that's about all and once their activity is over again you can get back to your your anusandhanam or you can get back to again your meditation upon the self atyanta vikshepa bhavat aashu punah smrutehe and why do you say that there is not that much distraction because ashu immediately you can get back to your smruti or you can get back to your smaranam or remembrance because bhojanam or eating doesn't doesn't distract you much agriculture will distract you trading will distract you because for you you must be a trader full time and so trading first of all will take the whole day or agriculture also will take a lot of your time and you must think about them you must plan for them and therefore even though you may spend in the farm or a field maybe 8 hours a day even when you are at home you are certainly concerned about it in india particularly whether there is going to be rain or not and then when to sow the seeds and when to do this so all these activities have to be planned and therefore one has to really apply oneself very thoroughly in order to properly carry out such activities as agriculture trading or whatever and so that involves a total attention and all the time thinking about those things 
while food does not involve any attention other than when you are eating. So even if eating food is a distraction, it is a distraction only when you are eating and moment that is over you can again get back to your old uh, meditation or again or old thinking about the self. But there as far as the other worldly activities are concerned such as business etc. Even after coming home also you will be required to think and plan and therefore it is very difficult. A total distraction is involved in those activities while here the distraction that is involved is very little and therefore you can again get back to your tattva chintanam. <coughs> in fact, the way we do the bhojanam is we perform our prayers before the food and it is said that you should eat food even in a prayerful mood. So ideally the food is not eaten as out of an impulse to satiate, you know, the, the palate. But the food is also eaten because it is necessary and also it is eaten in a prayerful mood and the food eating also is looked upon as an offering. That there is this Vaishwanara, there is this fire and that Lord alone is in the form of fire in the stomach and the oblation in the form of food is offered to that and that is how even eating food also can be looked upon as a, a, as a spiritual activity. <coughs> And so it is possible and generally speaking in India they always recommend that while you are eating food you must observe silence and you must pay attention to eating. Not so much in the West where eating food is very much an occasion to socialize. And so this socialization becomes more important than eating. There on the other hand eating is to be done at the time of eating and therefore even while you are eating your food it is possible for you to keep your mind engaged again in your same deliberation or thinking and so even eating food need not be a distraction. But even if it is a distraction, then also it will be a distraction only for a short period of time and after having completed that activity, again you can get back to your meditation. Nanu tadanim vikshepa abhavebi tattva vismriti sadbhavat he says, well, while eating food and such essential activities that you do, then you have to pay attention to what you are eating, etc. And therefore, it will be not possible for you to think of the, the self, etc. Because you are eating food and you are paying attention there. And therefore, even though there is no distraction to anātma, tattva vismṛti sadbhāvāt, at least there is tattva vismṛti or you have to forget or you have to set aside your thinking of the tattva or the, atma, the self and you have to think about the food. So at least you have to think of things other than the self at that time. In which case, purushardhani syad, definitely that will be purushardhani. Purushardha means what one is seeking. Hani is the loss. There will be definitely loss of your goal at least for that period of time when the tattva smriti is not there or when the remembrance of tattva is not there even in that short period of eating food. So at least that much loss is there. Even that is not there. That is being said in the verse 126. <clears throat> Anarthah kintavipariyayad 
विपर्ये तुम न कालोस्ति विपर्ये तुम न कालोस्ति झटिति स्मरत क्वचित झटिति स्मरत क्वचित तत्व विस्मृति मात्रात् न अनर्थ किंतु विपर्ययात् अनर्थ अनर्थ मीन्स क्लेश अनर्थ इज दफरिंग और और द एक्सर्शन और द पेन सो वेन इज संसार द पेन और सफरिंग देर नॉट मियरली बाय तत्व विस्मृति और नॉट मियरली बाय फॉरगेटिंग द तत्व किंतु विपर्ययात् but by viparit bhavana or by the opposite by the false knowledge that there is actually a suffering involved so we must understand here the two elements are involved one is called avaranam other is called vikshepa one is forgetting and other is remembering the wrong thing so forgetting the self is not really doesn't cause that kind of conflict or pain just as in deep sleep there is total tatva vismruti total forgetfulness forgetfulness of the self in the deep sleep however in deep sleep there is no vipareeta buddhi meaning there is no identification with the non self that that sense of ahankara or the individuality is not there in deep sleep at that time there is no problem the problem is not me only in the forgetting the self but problem is when i am identified with the non self so what is the difference between the deep sleep and the waking state that in waking state i am identified with the body i take the body to be i and that is what causes the sense of smallness that's what causes the sense of bondage and that is what actually causes pain and suffering so understand that the suffering in life is because of viparit bhavana because of anyasa grahanam meaning taking anatma the non self to be the self so तत्व विस्मृति मात्रा न अनर्थ है मेयरली बाय फॉरगेटिंग द सेल्फ देर इज एटलीस्ट यू डोंट गेट द बेनिफिट ऑफ द आनंद ऑफ द सेल्फ बट एटलीस्ट देर इज नो सफरिंग एट दैट टाइम किंतु विपर्यात हावेवर सफरिंग ऑफ द पेन इज वेन देर इज विपरीत बुद्धि विस्मरणे सती विपर्य सशंख्या है द क्वेश्चन इज बट वाई यूर डूइंग सच एक्टिविटीज इज ईटिंग एटसेट्रा and then when your attention is not on the self that you do forget the self doesn't that that time cause you pain and suffering is this now viparye tum na kalosti jhatiti smarata kvachita because those activities take a very short time and jhatiti so immediately again you get back to because a person who is a, who is committed to this knowledge or committed to a firmness in the knowledge doesn't have any other priority or doesn't have any other commitment at all the only commitment that the person may have is perhaps in sustaining this body which is required and therefore in the minimum essential activities and therefore even when that person performs such minimum essential activities as eating drinking and bathing and what not then also his intention is to get back again to his meditation or again to his tatva chintanam so jhatiti smarata hai and so as soon as the activity is over again he gets back to his atma chintanam and therefore viparyetum na kalosti there is no time to commit any error there is no time to uh, uh, take this anatma is atma because 
immediately he gets back to his contemplation. And therefore, there is no problem as far as performing the essential activities are concerned, as long as those activities are performed because there is an understanding that they are required, that eating is required, drinking is required, keeping the body clean is required, and so these minimum activities are required for sustenance of this body. And if for that purpose alone they are done, they do not bring about any great deal of difficulty or problem, but then if you engage in other activities, extraneous activities, definitely there is a distraction. <coughs> he is not yet oh, through, you know, he says, okay, so you are justifying that even this mumukshu can engage in bhojana, eating etc., without really any great loss, because there is no, there is only forgetfulness and there is no uh, viparit bhavana, meaning in bhojana, etc., there is no great deal of identification with non-self and therefore there is no suffering involved there. Nanu bhojana dishu pravattasyeva tarkadi abhyasa pravattasyabi tattvasmaranam kinnasyad. Okay, then why not I also study literature or poetry or study logic and other activities also I can do and then also for that period of time I forget the tattva, I forget the self, okay? Like I forget the self during the bhojanam. So what's wrong with those activities also? Then, so tarkadi abhyasa pravartasya bhi tattvasmaranam kimnasyad why not I can retain my remembrance of the truth even while studying tarka or studying literature etc. Why is it not possible? Then that is answered in the verse 127. <coughs> Tattvasmrutehe avasarha nasti anya abhyasa shalinaha. He says when a person is doing, studying such things as literature, poetry and whatever, there is no occasion for him to even remember the self because those things are, as we just discussed, they are totally based on giving reality to the world and the worldly situations and the duality and therefore while engaged in those activities such as studying, the literature, etc., or the targa, there is no occasion for one to remember the tattva at all. Nakevalam tattva anusandhana avasara bhavayeva kindu kave tarkade abhyasasya tattva abhyasa virodhitvat. Not only that, you cannot remember the self while studying this literature, etc. In fact, that very study becomes opposed to the, the nature of the self. Because those things, as you said, require giving reality to the duality and therefore engagement in those activities is actually, dam- it damages. It damages your, your firmness in the knowledge. So, tattva abhyasa virodhitvat. Because for that time, you have to deliberately, uh, you have to deliberately accept that viparidhavana 
or the false knowledge. And therefore, in fact, it becomes an obstacle to tattva anusandhanam. Idanim smritamavi tattvam balad upekshate. At that time, suppose you're watching football, you know, suppose. I'm enjoying it. At that time you think that, well, I'm, I'm at this time not thinking of Vedanta and therefore, let me think of Vedanta. I say that this football is mithya. Suppose you say that. Then you cannot enjoy that thing. So, if you at that time remember Vedanta, and this is the problem that many people have, that there is a lot of confusion between Paramahatika standpoint and the Vyavaharika standpoint. And so, if you keep on remembering this Jagat Mithya, you cannot enjoy anything in the Jagat at all. And so here you are eating candy, trying to enjoy it, and say, but the joy does not come from candy, it only comes from the self. Who says there is enjoyment in candy? That, so even when you are getting that happiness out of eating candy, that happiness does not come from the candy, it only comes from the self. Now when you start thinking in this manner, or when you start deliberating this way, there is no way that that candy can have any fascination for you. And so that tattva anusandhanam or deliberation upon this truth will in fact eliminate all the fascination that you can have for the world or for the worldly activities. And therefore, engaging in worldly activities to be fascinated by them and to enjoy them requires a deliberate denial at that time of your knowledge or whatever your understanding is that Brahma is Satyam. A deliberate denial is called for and then alone you can engage in those activities. And therefore, all those engagements are in fact opposed to what you are seeking. Smrutam avitattvam balad apekshade At that time, even if you remember Vedanta, balad, that's what some uh, uh, one of our students in Amda was telling me, so every day you attend these Gita classes, Vedanta classes, and every day this is, in one way or the other said, Jagat is Mitya. There is no happiness in the world. Happiness is only in the self. And the world does not have to offer even iota of happiness, etc. This is what you keep on saying every day, and he keeps on listening. But still that fascination for the world remains, you know. So he still wants to watch TV and movies and things like that. Then he would say, Swamiji, now that it's, it's so difficult for me to do this, he switches on TV and then starts watching it. At that time he remembers some Swamiji's words in the class, but there is no joy in the world at all, samsara is a sara, and there is no essence at all. <laughs> so you remember, and whatever little joy you are getting from that also goes away. So this, in that way, this, these classes do create conflict in the minds of the people. Because again, the problems of the world, the situations and everything is all the time being dismissed because it's unreal. After listening to this class in the morning, right away suppose you to go to a place of work, which requires giving reality to all the problems of the world, otherwise you cannot do that. You cannot effectively function in the world unless you give reality to the world and its problems. And therefore, your work requires you to do quite the contrary, the quite opposite of what actually you are studying in the class. And therefore, our students used to complain, Swamiji having listened to the Upanishad in the morning, and then go to the place of work and working, that is impossible. Because they have to give reality to such mundane things, wherein just a little while ago, all these things were dismissed and they could see that fact. So it is true that very often, study of the Vedanta and then 
performing the activities in the world, they are contradictory to each other. But if you have to do, then it is called karma yoga. Then you perform, if you have to perform activities, perform activities as an offering to the Lord. That this is my role, that this is what I have to do in order to work out some of the things within myself. And therefore the karma or the action is a means for working out difficulties within my own mind when my mind will become clear. So then I look upon my activities in a different light. I do not look upon them as something that I am compelled to do, but I look upon my action or activities as a means for resolving the different difficulties that are there in my mind, which everyone has to resolve. Because when you engage yourself in activities, they are going to invoke all kinds of reactions from you. The world is being what it is, it's a rough place. And therefore, all kinds of conflicts and reactions will be invoked from you. And one will be required to deal with them. Otherwise, if I isolate myself from the world, it happens very often that different things which may be there in my mind, they have no opportunity to manifest and therefore, I may feel that I am fine until somebody pushes one button and then some reaction comes out. Then I realize what all is there in my mind. Means, helpful means to the pursuit of knowledge? Yes, fine, do it. Otherwise, there is no need to do. And this is what Upanishad says. And so this discussion is based on the instruction from the Upanishad. So Mundaka Upanishad says, Tamayavaikam janatha atmanam anyavacho vimunchatha amrutasesha setuhu idishrutivakyam arthatah pathati. There is an Upanishad called Mundaka Upanishad. It says, Tamayavaikam janatha atmanam here the teacher is addressing the students. O oh students, Tameva ekam atmanam janatha. May you know only that self which is one without a second. Meaning, may you commit yourself to the knowledge of that self which is one without a second, which is the truth of the reality. Anya vacho vimunchatha. Give up all other talks. And what do you mean by talks? Give up all other activities. Give up all other talks. Talk about only this. Think only about this. Discuss only this. Give up other discussions, other thoughts, other talks. And other activities. Understand that this is being told to the person who is ready for this. You and I may not be ready for this. So if we give up all our activities and every t- then in two days you will get so bored and you get crazy. And so... This discussion is, this is addressed to a person who is prepared, who has that, that steadiness of the mind, who has that clarity of the vision, and therefore, who now does not have any other priority than merely getting firmness in, in the knowledge. Those people are told. But anyway, every seeker is being told that the prime, the only priority that the seeker of knowledge has is knowledge. And if you have to perform certain activities, perform them. Only if those activities are necessary, if you cannot avoid them. Or, if you want to perform activities, perform such activities which directly or indirectly become means to the pursuit and abidance in the knowledge. Anya vacho vimunchasa Give up all other talks. Give all unnecessary discussions, all unnecessary activities, all unnecessary engagements which become a distraction to the pursuit that you have undertaken. 
ವಾಯುದಿಷ್ಟು ಅಮೃತಸ್ಯೇಷ ಸೇತು ಏಷ ಆತ್ಮ ಅಮೃತಸ್ಯ ಸೇತು ದಿಸ್ ಆತ್ಮ ದ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ದ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಆಫ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಇಸ್ ಸೇತು ಸೇತು ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಅ ಬ್ರಿಡ್ಜ್ ಟುವರ್ಡ್ ಅಮೃತಸ್ಯ ಟು ಇಮ್ಮಾರ್ಟಾಲಿಟಿ ದ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಬ್ರಿಡ್ಜ್ ಟು ಇಮ್ಮಾರ್ಟಾಲಿಟಿ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಬ್ರಿಡ್ಜ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ದ ಮಾರ್ಟಲ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದ ಇಮ್ಮಾರ್ಟಲ್ ದಿಸ್ ಮಾರ್ಟಲ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಇಸ್ ಸೀಕಿಂಗ್ ಇಮ್ಮಾರ್ಟಾಲಿಟಿ and that is what everyone is seeking what we call moksha or what we call freedom liberation is another name for immortality or amrutatvam so you are seeking immortality then that which can connect you to immortality is only one thing namely the knowledge of the self so may you remember what is it that you are seeking in life even though your mind says that you are seeking wealth or you are seeking some recognition you are seeking the different achievements in the world then may you educate your mind and may the mind understand that those achievements are not for the sake of those achievements all those achievements are because actually you are seeking amurtatvam or immortality and therefore may your mind be aware of this and do all that is that can become a means to the immortality or amurtatvam and give up everything else and it makes sense it makes sense after all when you are studying medicine then the student will advise to study only those texts which give you an, in knowledge on medicine and forget about physics and i mean forget about geology and zoology and, and stuff like that because they do not in any way help you in achieving what you are seeking and that is what the upanishad very clearly emphasizes that it requires a single pointed commitment at the exclusion of all such activities which can become a distraction or which can be opposed to what you are seeking and that statement of the shruti or mundaka upanishad is being uh, reiterated here in the verse 128 <coughs> ವಾಚೋ ವಿಜ್ಞಾಪನಂತ್ವಿ ವಾಚೋ ವಿಜ್ಞಾಪನಂತ್ವಿ ತಮೇವೀಥ ಹಿ ಅನ್ಯಾಚೋ ವಿಮುಂಚತ್ರುತ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಶ್ರುತ ಮೀನ್ ಶ್ರುತಿಯ ಪ್ರತಿಪಾದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ದ ಉಪನಿಷದ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟ್ರಕ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ದ ಉಪನಿಷದ್ ರೆಕಮೆಂಡ್ಸ್ ಟು ಅಸ್ ದಟ್ ತಮೇವೀಕಂ ವಿಜಾನೀಥ ಓರ್ ಡಿಸೈಪಲ್ಸ್ ಮೇವ್ be totally committed to the knowledge of the truth which is a self which is one without a second anya vacho vimunchasa may you give up all other talks or may you give up all unnecessary activities idishrutam tatha anyatra elsewhere where in bhrudharanika upanishad also vacho viglapanam tviti ನಾನುಧ್ಯಾಯಾತ್ ಬಹೂನ್ ಶಬ್ದಾನ್ ವಾಚೋ ವಿಜ್ಞಾಪನಂ ಹಿತ್ತದಿ ವಾಕ್ಯ ಶ್ರೂಯತೆ ದಿಸ್ ವಾಕ್ಯ ವಾಸ್ ಕೋಟೆಡ್ ಅರ್ಲಿಯರ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಇನ್ ರೆಫರೆನ್ಸ್ ಟು ದಿಸ್ ತತ್ವಾನುಸಂಧಾನ ಆರ್ ಏಕಪರತ್ವಂ ಎಂಡ್ ದಟ್ ವಾಕ್ಯ ಇಸ್ ಅಗೇನ್ ರಿಪೀಟೆಡ್ ದಟ್ ಅನ್ಯತ್ರ ವಾಚೋ ವಿಜ್ಞಾಪನಂ ದಟ್ ಆಲ್ ಅದರ್ ಟಾಕ್ಸ್ ಎಂಡ್ ಆಲ್ ದರ್ ಆಕ್ಟಿವಿಟೀಸ್ ಆರ್ ನಥಿಂಗ್ ಬಟ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಎಕ್ಸರ್ಷನ್ ಆರ್ ನಥಿಂಗ್ ಬಟ್ ಎ ಫಟೀಗ್ ಟು ದ ಸ್ಪೀಚ್ so when you are talking that which is not necessary it amounts only fatigue of the speech when you are thinking of things which are unnecessary it amounts to the fatigue of the mind and therefore 
give up the unnecessary activities or those activities which are not directly or indirectly related or which are contrary to what you are seeking. They only bring about a fatigue and therefore give them up. <coughs> and still the fellow continues, finally persists arguing, Nanu, tattu anusandhana atiriktam aharadiyathanatyajyate if you say that eating, drinking, etc., which is the necessary activities, and that activity is not necessarily tattvanusandhanam or the, the constant contemplation upon the truth or meditation on the tattva, if you say that that is not given up, evam itara shastra adhyabhyasopi kriyatam, then why not we can do the abhyasa or study of such other things as literature, poetry, and tarka? If you can allow the aharadi, bhojanam, etc., eating, etc., then why don't you allow this also? Why don't you allow us a, a distraction in the form of the study of poetry and literature and whatnot? Idi agraham kurvanam pratyaha, when one has this agraha, one insists like this, that why not? And to him, it is said in the verse 129, Aha Aharadityajannaiva jive chastrantaram tijan jive chastrantaram tijan kinna jivasiye naivam kinna jivasiye naivam karoshyatra duragraham karoshyatra duragraham Aharadityajannaiva jive this is the reason why we said that such essential activities as eating etc. are permitted because Aharadityajan Naivajivet. If one gives up this eating food etc. Naivajivet, then one cannot continue the existence. So you cannot live if you give up such essential things as food and so forth. But Shastrantaram Tajam Kimna Jivasi. Suppose you give up those other distracting activities such as studying of logic etc. Are you not going to continue to live? Meaning, are those activities required for your life or for sustenance of your life? No. So food etc. is required for sustenance of life and therefore we have to do it. Even though it may it may require for me to for the time being give up my tattva anusandhanam or give up my meditation or self-awareness I, I still have to do it because it is required for sustaining the life. But then, do you require to have to uh, study the literature or study the logic or study the poetry or other things? Do you have to do that? Can you not live without them? You can very well live without them. You cannot live without eating food. You can very well live without other activities. And so, evam karoshyatra duragraham why are you unnecessarily insisting that you want to do other things? Because the other things are done only when absolutely necessary. When not necessary, there is no need to do them. And thus, with this verse here, the question that is, is explained, it is being explained to him, it has been explained to him, how one should only have one track mind or a single pointed attention to one's pursuit. And if you have to do certain things, do them only when essential. If not essential, do not engage in any activities. That's the whole idea here. <coughs>
Oh, Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Om.